The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. Live from Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Uh, coming up, a man wins $200,000 on his way to a job interview. Mm. Uh, I'll explain. Plus, a new app allows you to rent green space. COVID-infected student spends days in a tree. Brits will have to drink a lot of beer to save the pubs in Britain. Uh, Wacky but true news, I have that as well. Foods and beverages that help kill bad breath, and we play the love or hate these foods challenge. And and Mindy, what are you sharing? I have etiquette tips, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep what it is a secret. For oh, now. etiquette etiquette tips, cool. Is it? Hmm. I'm not going to try to guess. Yeah, don't. You, you'll to... never guess, actually. Oh, okay, good. All right, well, that's what we have for our show today. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, welcome Mindy to Wednesday. Welcome to Wednesday and welcome to the podcast. Hump day. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. 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 It's kind of a rough day, but I'm good. Good. I'm, I'm glad you got through it. Yeah, I'm glad to be home. Yeah, it's nice to be home, right? Yep. Uh, been crazy windy here in the Antelope Valley for five days in a row. Yeah, I'm I'm so I think I've said this now for the last three podcasts. I am so over the wind. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever remembered it being as windy as it is. People will like will tell me, no, it's always windy. I don't know. We we yeah, I guess it's true. Spring is just spring is windy. Yeah, Fall but is these windy. are it's been gusty. Yeah, really gusty, not just a breeze. It's been like not fun to even be in. So, uh, but oh well, that's that's way it's, it's sunny. Kinda, it's kind of one of those winds that like literally push you along it, as yeah. you're walking. So true, so true. But anyway, hope it's nice in your area, wherever you live. Um, anything to report? How was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? I did. Um, yeah, we got some stuff done. Huh? We cleaned the house up. That yeah, was a nice. Lot of domesticated bullshit. Had some friends over. That was cool. Yeah. We watched the UFC fight. And then I worked Sunday, so. You did. You did. You went to bed uh, early. We all hung out while you were sleeping, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. I didn't want to go to bed. I bet. I wanted to stay up and hang party out, with y'all. Hang out with everybody. That's a tough thing. I remember, I remember when I worked, um, what was it, night shift? Mm-hmm. And I think you even had family over one time and it was like around Christmas and this was when we worked in retail and, oh, yeah. and I, I, everybody was hanging out and I had to go to work. It was so depressing. Like I was like, this is, this sucks. That, yeah. I, that was actually the worst uh, shift I ever had. And it, it was, I was, I had a lot of anxiety on that shift. I remember that was the time when I was even seeing a counselor cause I just was so, uh, depressed. Yeah. I, I couldn't work that shift. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, a good shift it's for not me. Fun. So anyway, well, let's get into the podcast, the content of the podcast. First thing here, man wins $200,000 on his way to a job interview in a North Carolina man who made a stop on his way to a job interview, dis, uh, discovered, uh, he won $200,000. Fred Jordan, a semi-retired chef, uh, told lottery officials he was on his way to a job interview when he stopped by uh, some scratch-off lottery ticket to buy some. And one of his purchases was a winner. Nice. I oh. wish I would win. Would you? I don't play that often, but, you know, just 
one ticket. I think um, Stephanie's in the chat. She's probably going to hate me for saying this, but um, I was doing some cleaning over the weekend and I found the ticket that I'd gotten for Christmas, but I think it was like a free ticket. Yeah. And I contemplated on throwing it in the trash. Uh huh. I did. I threw it in the trash, but after you scratched it, no, it, it was a free. It was for good for a free oh, ticket. Oh, for another ticket. But it was like I can't. I can't remember what Christmas it was. It wasn't this last one, so I think it was the Christmas before. So I, I didn't think it would be any good anyway. So no, they're good. I think they're still good. <laughs> Can you imagine though if I just threw the? What if it was a winning? What if the next one was a winning? Exactly. One? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you kind of, you could, you kind of, could have messed up right there. Look at this guy on his way to a job interview. One time at, at our family Christmas gathering, uh, I won like fifty bucks off of those mm-hmm. lottery tickets. I was like, this, I scored, uh, you know. But of course, then they're not always good. There's times where you get, there's nothing. Most of the time, it's nothing. Yeah. So it's kind of like well, that sucks. It's just that one time when you win. Now I, I would do that in Vegas. I could I could win in Vegas, but when you're gambling and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah, I'll be going to Vegas. Uh, they want to gamble. I'm not a gambler. I hate to say it. I don't want to be a party pooper, but I'm not. I'm not a gambler. Another thing they're gonna do is, uh, and they keep they they want me to go, and I'm like, ah, it's early morning. They're gonna go to this titty bar. No, no titty bars. I don't think we're doing. T- I don't think we're doing a titty bar. Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, titty bars like they're so expensive. Yeah, because they want you to. They want all. They're going to be clean. Yeah, and I don't want to burn all my money in one night on Titty Bar. That's just not to me. It's not worth it. Um, But they want to go golfing, and it's at this really nice place, and and it's like a hundred and fifty dollars for eighteen holes. Wow, I'm like crazy. And and me and they know they know me right. So they're like, dude, we just don't want you to go and then like regret that you went and spent that kind of money. And I'm like. Well, okay. Well, I'll think about it. First of all, I haven't decided whether I am going or not, <laughs> right? Because I'm not saving a whole lot of money to go to Vegas, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And that's a large chunk of it. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, that's a pretty large chunk, uh, but it is only a couple days. So but, well, I think you should go just because I, it's I'm an gonna experience. Go. I'm going to go, but they're, you know, they know me because I'll go to like uh, one of the more expensive places out here called Rancho Vista. And it's like $70 for 18 holes. And I'm just not that good at golf. So I feel like it's a waste. I'm like, this is, this was a waste. I should have just played at the little, like, you know, the intermediate. But this is different, right? You're. It's an experience. You're hanging out. Everybody's having fun. But you're hitting fun. shots, right? You're. No, whack, no, no. Whack, Th- whacking. Oh, it is. This a, is an a, actual golf course. They want to oh. do. Okay. So what Mindy's talking about is you're talking about top golf. Yeah. That's what They want to do that too. Uh, but that's more at night, hanging out two mm. hours. It, that's that's like uh, how much is that? Um, is it? It's like ninety dollars an hour, oh. but you split it between okay. the whole group, so it's not so bad. But anyway, this better be no. Some this is this golf is course. this is yeah. This is an actual golf course behind one of the casinos, and uh, it's supposed to be really really nice. But a hundred and fifty bucks, and then if you get drinks, that's two hundred dollars right there. Easy going, just going there, two hundred bucks. Wow, I'm so you know, I, I know people are probably like, well, I better just put have some more fun. money away for you. Then. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. People are probably like, well, just have fun, but I'm so hard with partying with my money for dumb shit. Yeah, well, that's me, I, and I apologize I'm that way, but that's just me. Like, I'd rather buy something than I'm. You know, you can spend $150 on a watch that you'll use the rest of your life. 
We're just more thrifty that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I don't mind spending money. Please, I, people know that. I think that comes, though, with just struggling most of our younger adult Probably. life. Yeah, there's no way I would ever blow, blown money on expensive, you know, golf course. Right. Just never would have done that. Yeah, I will do it now just for fun. We're all having a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just different like that, right? Okay, example. A really good example. We went to the... Uh, Williams Jewelers, this mm-hmm. place out here, to get a watch fixed. And they tried to, s- oh, and to get your ring fixed. That's where it started. And they were like, well, you know what's wrong with this ring? It, the diamond's too small. Mm-hmm. Making a joke, trying to sell a diamond. So he showed Mindy this, I think we talked about this already, he showed Mindy this really nice Beautiful. heart-shaped diamond. Seven grand. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, 7,000? What could we, do? I could put, flo- Mindy, would you rather have flooring in your house? <laughs> I'll pay for that right now. Flooring. Exactly. So that's the way I look at it. I'm like, do I want uh, to go golfing for $150? Can you turn it towards you? So it's not pointed towards the, my mic and everything. Um, sorry, maybe he's turning the fan on. Do you, do you want, you know, golf for 150 or do you want to, uh, you know, like a, like something I else? I get it. Anyway. I get it. I don't know why I went on that tangent, but yeah. <laughs> What's right. your next segment? A new app allows you to rent green space to garden uh, to garden and grow your own fruit and vegetables. Think of it as an Airbnb for gardens. A, a lot me allows people, uh, th- th- for whatever reason, the, uh, the, the writing on these, both of these is not great. And it's tripping me up. Isn't that funny? Like when you read off things that get published... And you find the grammatical errors yourself. You're like, how did I'm this to, get published? And I'm trying to fix it. As you read it them. and you sound and like, like an yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. So allow, <laughs> a lot me allows people to list their own. Hang on a minute. Let me, let me try to find the, uh, the mess up here. Oh, there it is. A, a lot me allows people to list their unused green space or rent out a plot. Currently it's available for gardeners and landowners in the UK. Um, I don't know where the mistake was. Maybe it was just, maybe it was me. I don't even know what you even just said. Okay. There's a new app, Mindy. Yeah. And uh, it allows you to rent green space in places where there aren't a lot of green spaces to grow fruits and vegetables. Oh, I see. Okay. So you can rent that out and have a little garden for yourself. Who's taking care of it? It's an app. You do. No. Huh. Nobody takes care of it for you. It's your... <laughs> I don't get it. So, okay, let's say you live in New York. Yeah. And you have you're, you have no place for a garden. You're in downtown New York. You have no place for a garden. Well, there's this little spot on the roof, and you can okay. rent okay. a space for but your garden. What if you live far away from this space? Who's, who's watering it every day? You have to go there and water it. See, that's not worth it. I'm not paying. Well, okay, so space. let's say... That space needs to include a water... All right, let's say you, you're, okay, let's use this as an example. It's a way for people to make money. So let's say you have a, a little bit bigger outdoor area. I get it. Uh-huh. In, your, in your apartment area, and you rent that out to somebody to, to do their, like Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. I, you know, it's just not. You're um, not sold on it. No, I'm not sold. That's fine. You don't have to be. <laughs> All right. In India, the challenges of COVID-19 come with not just the issues of access to healthcare, medication and vaccines, but a more basic problem, a lack of space to home isolate. Uh, with, with many families sharing a single room that includes the kitchen and sometimes even the toilet, COVID-positive patients often find 
They have nowhere to isolate. This is why an 18-year-old named Shiva decided to build himself a COVID ward, a bed made of bamboo sticks fastened to the branches of a tree in a compound of his home. The man tested positive. On May 4th, he was told to stay at home and isolate from his family, but given his living conditions, he came up with the idea of isolating in a tree. That doesn't sound fun. I wonder if his family ended up getting it anyway. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's not funny. Just, you know, are, if you got it, are you isolating? No, I mean. Exactly. I mean, we live together, so I'm pretty sure that my germs are everywhere. Yeah. You're not isolating? You're not going to go in the back room and stay there, hunker down? Well, I'll do my best to not be around you, I guess. But it, but that's my point to it. Like you and I live together. It's not a, a huge, huge home. And, you know, we share the same kitchen. We share the same bathrooms. We share and touch the same things. Mm-hmm. So if I already had it, that's chances of you getting it are pretty good. That's my point. And especially for this guy, Shiva, 18 year old from India. <laughs> you know, he lives in the same house with his whole entire family. You don't think they ended up? Well, I think that's different because that sounds like third world. So that sounds like they live in like what, one room. Maybe? Exactly. That's my point. It's like then they but, probably got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe, you know, if you had older, you know, parents or grandparents, they, yeah. you know, those, that kind of situation, they usually, everybody lives together. So it's true. Uh, anyway, that's that one. Uh, like, like restaurants and bars around the world, Britain's pubs have taken a, uh, a beating during the pandemic. See, this is another typo. I'm going to read it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, this is the third one. Like restaurants and bars around the world, Britain's, pu- Britain's pubs have taken a being. Oh, a being, huh? During the pandemic. A what? <laughs> a beating. <laughs> a beating. But now, thanks to experts, the Brits have an idea of how they can help drink lots of beer once their favorite pub reopens. 124 pints to be exact. The British pub industry needs a multi-billion dollar boost and business experts say if each citizen of Britain uh, drowned 124 pints at their favorite pub, that pub that would set things back to pre-pandemic levels. Mm. Lots of beer. Wow. Drink the beer to get your pubs back. Your favorite pub. I think the bar has suffered most around here as well. Big time. Bars, uh, entertainment, people yeah. who people who entertain, you know, cover bands. And imagine if that was that's what you did for a living. You're you did oh, cover no. music, and that's what you did for a living. Think about that. Well, we knew people that Vegas. Did that. Yeah, yeah, they those people lost. That. What do they? What do you do? You you think Nothing. about that? Oh my God, think about that. You know, um, this that is this is sort of off subject, but on the subject, uh, people are, I guess, at work. Because, you know, our job is calling everybody back now. Yeah, I saw that. And um, a coworker was telling me how bad they're whining and they're trying to get out of <laughs> saying that, you know, I can't believe we have to come back. It's not over yet. And yet all, all of, of us, us have, have been, been working all along. The whole time. So it, they're like, no, get your ass back. Yeah, the rest of the world's been doing it. You're all right. I didn't believe it's it at first when I heard like... <clears throat> well. People were saying that people wouldn't want to go back to work. I was like, no, people are probably ready, but 
I guess there are people that don't want to come back. Absolutely. They don't want to come back and they're using the excuses. I don't want to get sick as the excuse when really it's, they just don't want to come back to work. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're not working because they're working. They're just working from home and there's something comfortable, comfortable about that. You don't have to go in. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Yeah, you might. All right, let's move in to this. Oh, and Stephanie said, or you were a karaoke host. Yeah. Um, yep. David's brother had to change his whole career path. I mean, they had successful karaoke business. Yeah. I think it's starting to ramp back up now, but or maybe it isn't. But uh, yeah, man, that's a, that's a bummer. He had several employees and mm-hmm. everything. Sad. A pack of wild boars was captured on camera as they ambushed a woman and stole grocery bags from her as she came out of a supermarket in Rome, Italy. The woman can be seen being followed by a herd of cons- uh, a herd consisting of four adults and two young wild boars. The woman tries to desperately get into her car uh, with her purchases, but the herd of boars quickly overwhelm her, corner her, and steal her groceries. Wow. Uh, the little ones immediately grab the bags and start eating their contents while others take what they can and run away. Thievery from the boars. Wow. Australia's Australia's oldest ever man has revealed one of his secrets to living to 111, Mindy. Retired cattle rancher Dexter Kruger said that a weekly serving of chicken brains gross. had contributed to his longevity. Kruger told local media, chicken brains, you know, chickens have a head and in there, there's a brain and they are delicious little things. Uh, there's only one little bite of chicken brain. Gross. <laughs> so gross. Kruger's 74-year-old son credits his father's simple outback lifestyle for his long life. The oldest ever verified Australian was Christina Cook, who died in 2002 at the age of... How old, Mindy? 110. Okay. Hang on a minute. You don't pay attention. That was a test. It was the oldest? Yeah. How long? How old is the oldest? Well, I thought he was 112. 114. Okay, yeah, but he's not the oldest. So if if we're talking about the oldest, it has to be older than he is. 115. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. What do you want? (laughs) 114 years old and 148 days. So almost almost 115. Good good guess, Mindy. Nice nice job the second time. Uh, In Scotland, a man walked into a liquor store and shoplifted a bottle of vodka, but somewhere between the vodka aisle and the exit, he got distracted by the lovely lady behind the counter. After a few minutes of flirting, he gave her his his name and phone number. She didn't follow up, but the cops did. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie says, the bitch's whining is going to be great. They're recording it right after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's got her, Mindy's got yeah, I'm her a little, wine. I'm a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> a New Hampshire man was charged Monday for an explosive gender reveal party that was heard by nearby residents in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Anthony Spinelli was charged with disorderly conduct. Police in Kingston, New Hampshire, received reports of a loud explosion the night of April 20th. They responded 
to uh, to Quarry, whatever that is, where they found people who acknowledged holding a gender reveal party with explosive. The source uh, was Tannerite. I don't know what Tannerite is. 80 pounds of it. Uh, the family thought the quarry would be the safest spot. Oh, it was in a quarry they did it. Got it. Uh, the safest spot to blow this thing up, which is typically sold over the counter as a target for firearms practice. What is wrong with in, people? In a, what, what about just having a cake and like splitting the cake? It's pink or blue. Yeah. I, you know, why do we got to blow shit up? And, and then remember the couple that caught? Yeah, the, the, the forest fire. Forest fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's how about just, just like, how about get a cake with either a penis or a vagina on it? Perfect. As a reveal. Perfect. Little let's, penis. Let's just little, stay little away vagina. from things that blow up and catch fire. That's a good idea. I don't think people would like my idea though. Uh, last one. For many years, we've enjoyed an abundance of Florida man stories, offbeat but true tales of male Floridians doing dumb and dangerous things. Lately, we've also had a handful of Florida, Florida woman stories, likely a result of the ladies being stuck at home with their Florida men. Now, we have a new category, Florida Gator. A seven-foot gator was captured by authorities in the Sunshine State after the animal chased pedestrians through a Wendy's parking lot. Oh, no. <laughs> Officials with the local sheriff's office joked on Twitter, quote, uh, he may have just been hangry for a cheeseburger, but he gave many quite a, a scare. Deputies from the sheriff's office, along with a nuisance alligator trapper from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Con Conservation Commission, that's a mouthful, responded and relocated it uh, to a gator farm. Oh my gosh. Can you can you imagine? I can't. Being chased through a parking lot? Chased, a, yeah. I don't, I don't. Gator? No thanks. Uh, you, you can outrun a gator. I don't know. They're, they're a lizard. You can outrun a gator, Mindy. <laughs> pretty fast. You better be able to outrun a gator. <laughs> All right, that's your... Uh, that's your Can they news. climb? No, I don't think so. I'd get on top of something. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertainment news with Mindy. They're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, I just watched this little video. It looks very interesting. I really, really would like to watch it, but it's on Peacock, so I don't know if I can. Mm. But Peacock just released the first trailer for the highly anticipated limited series, Dr. Death. Mm. The new uh, crime drama, which is based off the hit podcast of the same name, follows the bone-chilling story of Dr. Christopher uh, Dunnich, I think was his name, a Dallas-based neurosurgeon with a history of gross malpractice. Ooh, there's a podcast about it? I'll listen to that. Yeah, I think I did listen to it, but this is based, they're doing the murder series on it. It's probably, ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's probably like that one. I can't think of the name of the one that I watched with um, the mother that was living with the murder. Oh, by the same. Yeah. Well, group. I don't think it was by the same. Doesn't matter. Wondery. Wondery is the. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Uh, uh, and Antonio said she said cock. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I did. Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Grow up. 
<laughs> All right. In other news, Kurt Cobain's hair just sold for five figures oh, at a rock and roll auction. Please. The winning bid for the late Nirvana frontman's hair came in at how much, Jason? Well, you said five figures, so I'm going to go like uh, $10,000. Well, that's pretty close. 14000 okay. And that's just for six strands. Oh, my God. These, uh, these few slivers of music history came from a 1989 haircut Kurt got while Nirvana was on the famous Beat Bleach tour. Okay. Yeah. Weird. And lastly, every week there's optimism for the box office to return to normal. And every week the numbers don't live up to the expectations. <laughs> Granted, Spiral from the book of Saw was never going to be a huge hit, even under normal circumstances. It's essentially the ninth entry in a franchise that mm -hmm. hit its peak over 15 years ago, but 8.7 million is still well below the 13 to 15 million three-day haul many analysts predicted. Mm. New releases, Those Who Wish Me Dead, starring Angelina Jolie, collected 2.8 million, while Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead managed 780,000 in limited big screen release. And one year ago today, no film opened due to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Five years ago this week, Captain America Civil War. Ten years ago this week, Thor. And 20 years ago this week, The Mummy Returns. You know what? They used some of the same ones that I used last time. Mm -hmm. I remember those. All right. And that's your entertainment news. Thank you, Mindy. Answer the question, the question of the podcast. It's coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. Wayne says, by the way, alligators are not lizards. They are... <laughs> they look like big lizards, Archosaurs or archosaurs. Hmm. Uh, Antonio says you could probably get blitzed if you sniff that hair, uh, Kurt Cobain's hair, probably. Probably. And then Wayne asked, does that include his blood? No. Nope. No. All right. Question of the podcast. The card reads this. What's your favorite book and movie? Mm. Favorite book and movie. Have you thought about it? Book. I don't know if I have a favorite book. I'd have to think about that one. Favorite movie? Movie is Dangerous Liaison. Liaison. <laughs> oh my God, you can never say it. I never can say it. Lee? Liaison. Lee? Uh-huh. A? Liaison. <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is, but that's my favorite movie. This is who I live with. Uh, okay. Uh, Stephanie says Fight Club for David. Uh, I know this is going to be incredibly cheesy for me to say, but uh, mine is Garden State. Yeah. I like What's that wrong one. with that? It was a great movie. I enjoyed that one. I've got a lot of favorites. Yeah, I was trying to think of books. I've read a lot too, but like I guess I don't have a favorite book, but I guess the self-help type books are my favorites to kind of read. And anything, gardening, your self-help, um, I don't know. Hmm. You know. So no specific, huh? Yeah, I don't. can't say like I just... Yeah, my one of my favorites. I got a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna name three. Uh, 
it's a book called Anger by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, I like that book a lot. There's another book called The uh, a New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which I like a lot. And my favorite that I recently read uh, is called The Surrender Experiment. Mm. That is a really good book by Michael Singer. Uh, so those are my favorites. Those are good choices. I have read a little bit of each one of those, but I have not completed any. I'm really bad with books. Like I'll start reading them and I just don't finish. Yeah. But um, get better I think that. one that changed our life was Dave Ramsey's uh, it did. Uh, money book. I didn't read the book. I did. I actually. just listened to the podcast, but it did change our lives a lot. There's a lot of books that changed our lives, but yeah, that was one of them. So uh, anybody in the chat? Uh, just uh, Wayne says Fifth Element. Okay, that was his favorite movie. Stephanie's saying both uh, a good book and movie for Fight Club. Oh, okay. So, all right. What's the chat? What's well, the uh, social socials? saying? Tina said so many favorites. It's hard to choose just one. My favorite book was The Shining. Ooh, and then the movie too. Read the book at. She read the book at twelve. Saw the movie a couple years later. Uh, Jody said Legends of the Fall. Well, because it's young Brad Pitt. A River Runs Through It and Joe Black, same reason. Uh, Angie said, mm. movies, a couple. Oh, A Star is Born with Gaga. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's a good film. Yeah, Walk the Line and Pretty Woman. There, are, mm. There's more, but those are probably uh, the best. Those are very good, yeah. Good and choices. Three books, pretty much anything V.C. Andrews, which though, those are, that's a good choice because, of course, we were younger when we read them, but they were really good. B.C. Andrews. Andrews and a book called The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. Hmm. Yeah. Not familiar with that one. Mm -mm. Interesting. Okay. Jessica said The Giving Tree and I have a list for movies. The, uh, number one pick is The Royal Tenenbaums, hmm. Jurassic Park, High Fidelity, Psycho, Chef, and Coco. Chef is great. Chef's a great film. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good film. Hmm. I like that film. Rodney said, book, The Stand, mm. and movie, Fantastic Voyage. Okay. Davey Calvin said, Lone Survivor by Marcus Luttrell, Luttrell. Uh -huh. and movie would be 13 Hours. Both display overly... Ad adversity oh both display overcoming adversity i like it so chef it is got john favreau in it uh really good it's like a food he's a it's food truck it's really cool it's a good it's a good film hmm. check it out chef. all right and then the last one i believe is from our very own carol chapel here it is favorite book rebecca by daphne daph i'm not even gonna pronounce that okay D D daphne daphne yep yeah Anything written by her is great. And the only books I have uh, read more than once, her writing takes you into the book so you feel like you are there. And her favorite uh, film is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance mm, Kid. That's good. Good choice. And she's got a little bit more. Let's see. Uh, made great. in 1969. I saw it in the cinema a few times on its release and then on TV. It is. It has action, romance, humor, music, plus a youthful Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Mm -hmm. And it uh, looks like her favorite um, music, I'm thinking, is uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Mm. Oh, but that's from Butch Cassidy. Uh, that's B.J. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Uh, 
David said he misunderstood the question. He thought it, what's your favorite book that is also a movie? That is, that was not the question. It's separate. What's your favorite book and your favorite movie? That is it. Um, but hey, if you can hit both in one shot, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. That's it for that. The question of the podcast for next Wednesday is what, uh, what one question would you ask a psychic about the future? Mm. Hmm. A lot yeah. to ask right now. Interesting. A lot to ask. Yeah. Will we keep wearing masks? <laughs> one of them. Right. Uh, anyway, you can you can respond to the question on the Jason Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page uh, or, or Mindy's page if you're her friend. And of course, you can respond right here live in the chat at 5.30 p.m. on CastBox. And we will feature your response on the show right there on the show. Mindy, what? Are you sharing with us? Oh, that's right. I got music for you. Hang on. <laughs> Hold the phone. Let me get it. I got to go to another uh, wow. soundboard. You're professional. It'd be all right. It's not, yes. like, it's not like I had to go pull it out of a filing cabinet Kinda. 20 minutes later. It's right there. We are going to bring back etiquette. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love etiquette. It's going to be on the American flag etiquette. Oh, mm-hmm. Did you know that there are 12 common mistakes that you do with the American flag or people do with the American flag that I bet you didn't know? There's a lot I, do, I don't know about that, yes. That's why I thought it'd be interesting to, to do this. Anyway, the United States flag has served as a symbol of pride and freedom in America since its adoption in 1777. I didn't even know it was that old. It's such an iconic symbol that it has... It has its own etiquette rules. And yep, there are certain things you technically can't do with the American flag. Uh, you may know American history and can quote a few patriotic quotes, but you do not know what you technically can and cannot do. So here they are. Number one, you carry the flag horizontally during a parade. Okay. Have you ever seen that? That's why horizontally. They, yeah, they, it's more forward. Uh, okay. It's tempting to mimic the pregame ceremonies at football game and carry the a giant flag horizontally, but the flag etiquette code is pretty clear on this. The flag should be held always aloft and free. Hmm. Oh, should be aloft and free. So you should not carry the flag horizontally. That's a myth. So, yes. Because I have seen people do that. Now, thinking about they it. They do it for, like, they'll hold one across to a field. I, I mean, I think what they're talking about too is like horizontally, where well, it, no, to the parade, ground. You know how they like hold them. I don't think that's horizontal. Mini horizontal is to the. Is, oh, is, you mean? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're. I'm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so you're not supposed to do that. I guess. All right. Guess well, this is how this is going to go. Uh-huh. We're learning stuff. I guess so. You wear the flag as a shirt or swimsuit. I actually have a dress. Not supposed to. Yeah. People do it all the time. Yeah. It says the flag. Flag's a flag. It's not clothing. The etiquette code states that the flag should never be. Well, we break this shit all the time. Then used as apparel, bedding, or drapery. Yeah, we got. A, I'm looking at a flag pillow. In front I, of know. Me. That's, uh, I know. That's a rule. That's a rule broken. <laughs> Anyways, this American Legion says the design is not the actual flag, only a representation, and therefore they have no problem with that. So, eh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, you buy American flag napkins for your 4th of July picnic. <laughs> Wipe your ass with it and throw it in the trash. <laughs> That's so bad. It's Independence Day and you're celebrating with a big picnic complete with hamburgers, hot dogs, and American flag napkins. Mm-hmm. You might consider some other sort of napkin. As with athletic uniforms, the code is very particular when it comes to wiping mustard off your mouth <laughs> with the flag, just like you said. Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's don't do funny. it. You fly- We're going to do that, though. Everybody's going to do that. Uh, you know, some things just, you know, it's it's interesting to see how far back. Things you know, change. Yeah, and, and what they are now. So they didn't even have fun. napkins when this thing came out. Probably not, no. No. 77? They might have had kerchiefs. <laughs> um, you fly the flag at half-staff for a fallen friend. Yes, you do that. Uh, uh a soldier or veteran you know has died. You'd like to honor them by flying the flag at half staff. But figure out another way to honor your friend. According to the flag etiquette code, only the president or your state governor can order the U.S. flag lowered to half staff. That is true. Yeah. Yes. So don't do it in your yard. <laughs> my friend died, man. <laughs> lowering my flag. Uh, you burn a dirtied flag. Your flag has touched the ground and you've been told it should be destroyed. Don't. While you should avoid letting the flag touch the ground, there's no need to destroy it. According to the American Legion, the flag can be washed or dry cleaned. Just pay attention to the material before you wash it. Got it. You throw away an American flag. If you're Mm. thinking about tossing a tattered American flag in the trash, think again. One of the biggest points to to remember about U.S. flag etiquette is that the flag should never be thrown into the garbage. That's why napkins, you know, napkin flags. (laughs) You're right. Garbage. No good. The flag code states that the flag, when it is in such condition that is no longer a fitting emblem for display, should be destroyed in a dignified way, preferably by burning. Only then. Only then. Can it be burned. I gotcha. Yeah. You sew an American flag patch onto your sports uniform. Hmm. Let's What's see what that? this... I don't know. We're going to find out. People do that all the time. There's nothing more American than baseball. And to prove it, well, because I think of our work too, you know, we do that. Yeah. You sew an American flag patch onto your baseball uniform. Per U.S. flag etiquette, consider removing it. The flag code actually prefers this. No part of the flag should ever be used as a costume or athletic uniform. That's just, that, they need to change these rules. Yeah, that, that one, I don't know. I think that one's gone out the window. Yeah, that's stupid. You replace the stars with another image. For the same reason... That's that's kind of defacing it a little bit. Yeah. For the same reason as the previous slide, don't replace the stars with anything else. An image of a favorite candidate, patriotic words, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've uh, left your flag flying, even in a rainstorm. What? Unless you've had an all-weather flag, American flag etiquette states it should never be displayed in uh, weathered weather conditions. Nah. Supposed to take it down. It's out there. <laughs> I think I have three more. All right. Uh, you fly the flag at night without proper lighting. If you have an American flag flying in your yard, you may keep it up 24 7. Technically, though, flying the flag after sunset and before sunrise without proper lighting violates the flag code. Hmm. So don't do it, folks. All right. Have it lit up. Okay. And you ask a celebrity to sign your flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's defacing it. defacing it. That's, don't do that. Why do I want a celebrity to sign a flag anyway? And then the last one is you display another flag and the American flag 
on the same staff do not do that. You can fly different flags alongside of each other, but not but on the never same. Never together on the same. Interesting. I didn't know that. These were all very interesting. Well, there's your fun facts and your etiquette about flags. Thank the American you. flag. Thank you, Mindy. All right. So fun facts next. Here we go. Yep. A monkey was once tried and convicted for smoking a cigarette in South Bend, India. Aw, poor monkey. SpongeBob was originally created as Sponge Boy, but Nickelodeon found that the name was already copyrighted by a mop. So that's how SpongeBob got it. Weird. Okay. (laughs) Mindy. Cows have best friends and get stressed out when they're separated from them. I can believe that. Especially when they're turned into a hamburger. Aw, I had a hamburger today. It was good. Might have been, a, might have been another cow's best friend. <laughs> Moo. Feel bad about it? In 2019, Pakistan's aviation minister launched an inquiry after a plane crash and found that nearly 40% of Pakistan pilots had fake licenses whoa these pilots had someone else take the exam for them and some didn't even have the necessary flying experience oh my god don't get on a pakistan well i'm sure it's changed now but i don't know trust it all right fun facts in the books all right so bad breath do you have any ideas on how you can kill bad breath? Maybe? Drink water. Lots of it. Okay, let's see if it made the list. Hmm. Nope. Listerine. I would say that is a good way to kill bad breath. Yeah, though. because your mouth's dry. It's stale. It's water. You need to freshen it up Simple. with some water. Rinse it, rinse it around. So right. these might be like natural ways. Uh, hmm. Wayne said pickle juice. Hmm. Never heard that one before. None of those on the list so far. Not even Listerine? Not Listerine, no. What? Okay, how to get rid rid of... Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Okay. Let me read this and see if it helps. Got bad breath? Uh, That brushing, flossing, and gum or mints won't kill. This is everything other than that stuff. Okay. Uh, It's probably time to talk to your doctor, but you can also try these five foods and drinks. Okay, so... That helps, right? Herbs. Um... And is it a... Herbs, you're close with herbs. A a specific one? It's a specific herb. (laughs) Yeah, nice job. Uh, Mint leaves. Parsley? No, parsley. Okay, I knew it was one of those. Parsley has been touted, I love that word, touted as a natural halitosis remedy for ages, though there's a conspicuous conspicuous lack of scientific studies supporting the claim. That said, parsley does contain chlorophyll. Its antibacterial qualities may help cut down on the sulfur-producing microbes that contribute to bad, stinky butthole mouth. Wow. It says it. Uh, Wayne said garlic. Garlic. Mm. Nope, not garlic. David said apple cider vinegar. Nope. Wow. How about peroxide? Nope. Remember, Mindy, five foods and drinks. Oh, foods, foods. Okay, stay on track. Foods and drinks. Foods and drinks. How about lemon juice? 
Oh, citrus fruit. Nice work. Vitamin C helps decrease bad bacteria in your mouth. Also, citrus food, fruit and other vitamin C-rich foods like berries, melon, and broccoli make for a good halitosis-fighting snack. Vitamin C also prevents scurvy. What the heck? scurvy not, not scabies no scurvy <laughs> uh in case you're planning any long-term sea voyages in the near future scurvy is that like is that like motion sickness i have no clue scurvy it sounds awful the fuck is scurvy uh wayne says green tea ding 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 it's on the list green tea according to at least a couple studies uh the same Polyphenols responsible for green tea's antioxidant properties may also help rid your mouth of those lingering sulfur compounds. The effects <laughs> uh, only last temporarily, though. Stephanie said scurvy is a lack of vitamin C. Oh, yes, it is. I, yeah, that is now right. it rings a bell. That is right. Where did we hear that? It was in a movie or a show or something we were watching. Somebody had scurvy because they, they were lacking in vitamin C. Who knows? Weird. Okay. So do I have, is there more choices? Is there more food or drink? We've only got two more choices. Are they food or drink? Both are food. Food. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about your gut. Um, this is bad, bad breath can come from your gut as well. Gut. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Stephanie said ginger. That's a good good uh, response, but it is not on here. I would think it would, but it mm-hmm. is not. Because that is sort of a good uh, digest- digestion enhancer. Ginger can be. I- David says scurvy is when it's right after work and everyone tries uh, drives fast as fuck to leave <laughs> and get home. They're driving scurvy. That's this great. Is, what is this? Is this, this is uh, Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary, yeah. Scurvy. Scurvy and home. So think about your tummy health. Tummy health. Um, acidophilus. You're close. Um, Peptobismo. Probiotic yogurt, exactly. <laughs> A more permanent way to reduce halitosis may be... Uh, maybe by making probiotic yogurt a part of your diet, a 2005 experiment found that the majority of participants who ate unsweetened plain yogurt for six weeks had notably lower levels of sulfur compounds in their mouths and less plaque too hmm. than those who didn't. Interesting. Stephanie's saying pre prebiotic uh, yogurt is a myth. Okay. Well, according to a study, it is not. <laughs> According to a study, a study, not just words. Yeah. A study. Um, All right. Other raw fruits and vegetables are, is the last thing on the list, Mindy. Okay, go. Because raw, crunchy fruits and vegetables prompt your mouth to produce a lot of saliva. They can help rinse away uh, malodorous bacteria, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, They also help with hydration, which is an important part of keeping bad breath at bay, just like water, right? All right. Uh, Stephanie says they have to be pasteurized yogurt to a point that would kill any bacteria, live bacteria that may be good for you. Mm-hmm. A study, let me read that again. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Uh, okay, love or hate these foods, Mindy. All right. Love or hate these foods. This is a, uh, pl- uh, a starter conversation, uh, you know, but it also is a, it's a study. Uh, other people were asked this question, so let's see how you fall in that category of other people. Tomatoes. Mindy. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask questions. You Go don't ahead. just 
throw out random shit. This is number one, though. Do you like pineapple pizza? No. Okay. You, not my first go-to. You are on the side of 37% of the populace. Okay. That were at least asked that question. <laughs> uh, I uh, Whereas 49% said yes. So you are in the minority on that. Uh, 14% never tried. Never, never, never gave it a try. Do you like cilantro? I love cilantro. By the way, Wayne is, says a yes to pineapple pizza and David says so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, cilantro made a yes. Yes. 63% say yes. 27% say no. And 10% never tried it. Wayne says yes, tons of it in terms of cilantro. This is David's favorite. He will have them on everything. Do you like mushrooms? I love mushrooms. Mm -hmm. 67% say yes. Uh, That's David in the 67% category. Mm -hmm. Uh, 31% say no. Uh, 2%. 2% have never tried. Only 2%. Mm. That's pretty good. Do you like, and by the way, I'm sarcastic, David hates uh, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's Stephanie. Stephanie, why are you ringing the doorbell? <laughs> Get in here, dummy. Just come on in and turn the mic on and sit down and join us for this last bit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still listening on your phone, which she might not be. Can you go get it for her? So- the door is open. Yeah, but Oh, she, she says it's not me. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, we're not answering right now. It's probably the probably the mail or something. Might be. Wait, somebody knocked, though. I don't know. Go uh, go find out. I'm gonna go talk, find I'll out. talk to the chat. All right, you talk to the chat. David says, I heard mushrooms are uh, are like me. A f- oh, okay, fun guy. I see what you did there, David. I see what you did. Uh, I wonder if anybody has ever done, uh, ever tried to find mushrooms and and eaten them in the wild. Like, could you tell the difference? Because I personally cannot and would not be able to tell the difference. So I wonder, Wayne says yes. And so the next question is, did you die? (laughs) Of course he didn't. He's still here. He says, I go mushroom hunting. Stephanie says, some mushrooms in the wild can kill you. Exactly. That's why you got to be careful. You don't know. And then there's the, the then there's the magical ones. Uh, they don't kill you. They technically are poisonous, um, but they, they don't kill you. What was uh, Who's at the door? Mailman. Mailman. All right, Mindy. <clears throat> do you like anchovies? I called Stephanie dumb. I apologize. Oh, yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> that wasn't cool. You did it right here. Anchovies. Actually, I like them. I, not at like in huge amounts, but I've had them on pizza and it's pretty good. Uh, Stephanie says, laugh my ass off. Not the first time I'm sure. <laughs> Calling her dumb. Uh, Mindy, you you say yes. 23, 20% say yes. So they're in the minority. 50% or 57% say no. And then I'm in this category. I've never tried them. I've never oh. actually had an anchovy in my life. Yeah, they're pretty, so. they're just a little salty. Do you like cottage cheese? I love cottage cheese. You're in the minority. 39% say yes. 47% say no. And 14% never tried them. Yeah, a lot of people hate it because it no looks like curdled. Yeah. Whatever, I yeah, guess. Exactly. Uh, I believe Stephanie's saying yes to chovies to, I don't know. Um, ha, do you like olives, Mindy? Love olives. Okay. All kinds. Mm-hmm. You're in the majority, 57%. 39% said no. Uh, four, only 4% have never tried them. That's a low percentage. Uh, let's see. Oh, Wayne says a, a little fruit on it. 
I think he's talking about the cottage cheese. Yeah. Have you ever done pineapple I, and cottage cheese? I very, don't like very good fruit on my cottage cheese. It's a very good combination. It's, it's very weird. Stephanie says yes to liking olives. Do you like tofu? Not really. Mm. 57, uh, 48% said yes. It's got like no taste. You can flavor it with whatever. I love tofu. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, Antonio probably loves tofu too. Thirty uh, percent said no. Twenty-two percent have never tried it's, it. It's it's made of soy, so you really got to watch how you buy it. it. Needs to be organic. Yeah, and like Stephen said, super processed. But so are hot dogs. But we all eat that shit. Um, let's see. Do you like Brussels sprouts? I freaking love those little cabbages. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Fifty-eight percent say yes. I think Diane loves those too. 32% say no. 10% have never tried. Uh, Antonio says tofu is good. Stephanie says yes to the Brussels. Antonio says love Brussels sprouts. Do you like candy corn? Candy corn. No, the little little, um, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. I love that stuff. All right. Well, you're in the minority, but not by much. 37% said yes. 39% said no. 24% have never Try David says tofu is kung fu for your toes. Tofu. <laughs> uh, do you like licorice, Mindy? Love it. I love black and red. Sixty-five mm, percent said no. It's a pretty know. large That's... percentage. Yes, it uh, was twenty-eight percent. Never tried it. Seven percent. Do you like meatloaf in your vagina? I make... No, I don't like it in my vagine, but I do love a good meatloaf, and I make a good meatloaf. That's true, you do. And I like to put my meatloaf in okay. your vagina. Let's move on. Uh, yes, people like meatloaf, 50%. 30% said no, never tried it, was 20%. Let's see. Antonio says candy corn beer. It was delicious. He had candy corn beer. He says he loves licorice, red and black. I, yes. I like red licorice. Nobody um, likes black, and I think it's got a unique taste. It's super good. Antonio says, I, pur- I purposely don't buy licorice because I have an addiction. Wow, I know. that's interesting. You eat one, you eat the whole bag. It's just the way it is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, David says, I'll show you a meatloaf. <laughs> okay, David. Do you like tomatoes? Let's find out how much you are in the minority, Mindy. I hate them. I loathe them. 74%. Of the population loves tomatoes. They all need to go. You know what's really interesting? This is a my spouse. <laughs> this is a my spouse. Okay. My spouse loves Mexican food, mm-hmm. but hates tomatoes. That's like, right. Tomatoes are in all Mexican food. I will eat salsa if it is pureed to like nothing. Like man, it's got to be dip and slide off the chip. I don't want no hunks of salsa dip and slide off the chip <laughs> that's hilarious now somebody's at the door who is this is it stephanie let's see drum roll well she didn't knock i think she came yeah, in and she's coming right. I, I do hear stupid <laughs> that's funny uh let's see Antonio says, used to hate tomatoes, love them now how did you get past that because i would love for mindy to get past that i do like ketchup because it's pureed. Uh-huh. Um, I just, it, I don't know. With hunks of, I just can't handle the texture of. Yeah. <laughs> and the dogs are up. They're looking. They're go, looking. go find out who it is, Blue. Go get him. 
Go get him. Go get him, Blue. Go. Yeah, good mm. boy. Go protect. Um, let's see. Antonio says, my love for all veggies has increased over time. Yeah, I just, they're just the, the, just the thing. Mm. I, I really, like, wished you would have gone on the vegetarian journey with me. That would have been really cool. Yeah. I would have enjoyed that just, a lot. Just can't do it. Um, all right, let's get into the... It's the water cooler question, and it is this many. Before 1847, people who avoided eating this were known to be Pythagoreans. Pythagoreans. What did they avoid eating? Oh, and that what was the year? 18 what? 1847. 47. They avoid eating this. They were oh, Pythagor- Pythagoreans. I don't even know what a Pythagorean is. Hmm. <laughs> Wayne said snakes. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. Um, I guess, okay, no, they had to be dairy. They had to be meat. Uh, what's a Pythagorean? Jesus, I can't even think of what that might mean. David says snake as well. Must not have seen Wayne's thing. I don't know. Um, Just take a guess. Uh, frogs. The word vegetarian was created in 1847. Really? We literally just talked about being a vegetarian. Huh. Pretty funny, huh? Yeah. All right, let's get into this. All right. I guess Stephanie is not joining us. That's all right. She's chilling. She's all right. hanging out with Blue right now. All right. You yeah, can. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Random question. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. I gotta set this up. Okay, you gotta really pay attention to this. Okay. Are there an infinite number of realities beyond our own, which each possible decision is taken and each fork in the road traveled down? Ooh. Okay. Repeat it again so I can process it. Okay. Are there an infinite number of realities beyond our own where each possible decision is taken and each fork in the road traveled down? So how I interpret it is. I I believe so. Yeah, I believe there are. I believe there are an infinite number of possibilities. I do believe that. Yes. And I believe that we, I believe we tend to make our choices. Blue, get in your bed. Lay down. I believe we get, I believe we tend to make choices that um, that we're used to and that uh-huh. we're familiar with, and I think that when you when you take a cho- a chance on particular choices, let me unmute Stephanie here. She can talk if she wants. Well, but, hi Stephanie. Hi guys. <laughs> so I yeah I do believe that I believe that there are an infinite amount of choices that we can make. I do believe that. What do you think? I do too, and I. Th- yeah, I mean, it's easy when you think back, like to maybe a choice you made, and you think, "Gee, what would my life be if I took that fork in the road?" You know. So, but for some reason, you've you've remained on the path that you've chosen. So, You're I do think with. I think there are. I think it's just. Do you think? Um, okay, so putting it this way, do you think that uh, by making those choices, it's based off from bad or good decision? how that affects or I don't, I don't think anything's bad or good. I think it's just, it's, it just it's just, is. it's just a re it's a cause and effect. 
Mm. You make a choice, and, and there's an there's a, a ripple, there's a, an effect because of that choice. Uh, Ocean eight 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 says something really incredibly deep. Uh, not infinite, but finite based on where our attention or intent goes. That's a, a really good answer. I like that. Um, and, and, and I agree with that. I do think that you, you do have a multitude of, of opportunities in terms of choice when, when you are faced with a decision and there's going to be an effect from that choice. I think most of us make choices that we're familiar with. We don't tend to step into the unknown as much. You know, we tend to go, oh, I kind of know that. So let me go that way. Mm. Um, I think, uh, not that this is a success question, but I think a lot of people that do tend to be successful tend to make choices that are a little scarier and a little unknown and they're not afraid of it. Uh, they're willing to explore things that they don't know. Um, and that, that's how they come. Not always. Sometimes they fail. I mean, it, it, failure is a part of it as well, but they're not afraid of failure. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? That the, the failure doesn't, the they're, safety and failure. They're more willing to take the road less traveled. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like other adventurers in a lot of ways. Right. In mm -hmm. in every regard. So uh, that was a good question. Yeah. Did what you do you think, anything? Stephanie? I, I agree with everything you guys said. It's a deep topic. It could go on. You could have a whole podcast on that. So. You could. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Oh, that's Mindy's deep. deep what David say? David says, uh, if there are multiple universes that all roads have been traveled for every choice, what? That eliminate. Does that, that eliminate free will? No, 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 no. I, I don't think it's like that. I think it's like, okay, I look at it like the way, now I mean, and I may be looking at it wrong, but I look at it like there are a multitude of colors that you can use to paint with. Yeah. And, and that's what I think that, it's sort of implying when it comes to a multitude of choices that you can paint your life with. Yeah, That's the way says, I look at it. Are there an infinite number of realities beyond our own? Like, you know, what we chose. Do you think there are other realities? Absolutely. You have a different reality than I do. Yeah. Your reality and the, and the way that you perceive the world is... I don't think like you at all. Hell no. So in a lot of ways, that's a different reality. I mean, that's a... And if you count all the different... All the 7 billion people on the planet, that's 7 billion realities that nope. none of us share. <laughs> I mean, we share commonality. We share similar similarities, but... But we don't, none of us think exactly alike. You, none of us do. Right. We all have a I different agree. perspective. We see, we, we align with people that we think, you know, similar thoughts to. But right. anyway. All the more reason to come together. Absolutely. Well, let's get into your, your uh, quote. My ears started ringing. You, you know that show we were about to watch? Oh, we might watch it. Yeah. Uh, the one, uh, Heavy Metal. Uh, Antonio said he's watched it. It's called Heavy Metal. It's on Amazon Prime where the guy starts going deaf. He starts hearing ringing in his ears, and I hear that a lot. That's because you're a drummer. <laughs> it goes deaf really quickly, though, uh, in in the show. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into this. I chose this inspirational word because I have a friend that I went to high school with that just got out of prison. And um, spent 30 years of his life. Oh, my goodness. And wow. uh, so, I don't know, this word past just came up. So hmm. I thought, well, I'll put it in there and see what kind of quotes come up. And this is what you get. Your past is just a story. And once you realize it, it has no power over you. Yeah. I like that. That's good. And then the next one is the best thing about the past is that it shows you what not to bring into the future. Yeah. 
And your last one for the day is never be a prisoner of your past. It was just a lesson, not a life sentence. Mm-hmm. May have been a 30-year sentence. <laughs> not, not a life sentence. Too soon. <laughs> 30, Too soon. <laughs> but a 30-year sentence. Good thing you didn't get life. We don't want to talk about what got you 30, though. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Right? What got you 30 years? Well, I won't. Time. Uh, yeah, I won't. I'll no, no, no. That's, 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 that's personal, but wow. 30 he years? He had a joint on him. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, 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 he had a joint. Can you imagine 30 years for a joint and now it's illegal? Can you imagine <laughs> if that was the truth? Right. Or even just five years for a joint. That's, you get a lot of years for nonviolent crimes, which is There's some big states topic. that that's not not common. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about that, right? You get you get pulled over and you got a little little bit of weed and you went to jail for five years and now it's completely legal, legal. to have that it on you. That pissed me off. Oh mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> and that's your quote. And that is our podcast. But stay tuned for Bitches Whining. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to do a, go live? I don't know. You want to? Yeah. Yeah, everybody in the chat, just stay right stay there. Stay tuned. It'll be a minute. <laughs> come back, just come back in. Uh, anyway, that's it for today's show. If you'd like to listen to us again, you can do us on CastBox every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in our show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which is live every other Thursday. It'll be live next Thursday, but you can find it on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, uh, yeah, like I just said, you can find the difference between us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, enjoy your eating, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.